Welcome to The Edge by MGR with your host, Marissa Jacobus. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Edge. I am your host, Marissa, for the lifestyle podcast of The Edge, and David does the more of the technology and business side. So if that's more your jam, then you guys should go check out David's podcast. But if you're listening to mine, thank you so much. And I hope you guys are having a good time. And I hope you guys had a good weekend full of rest and excitement and adventure. I mean, whatever floats your boat. My weekend, I basically just hiked and spent time with good friends and my dog. And I cleaned my apartment because I like to have a clean space with my plants. If you listen to my last podcast, you'll get that. (laughs) So, so anyways, guys, um, how many of you guys have heard of farmersonly.com? No, just me. Maybe you have. Okay. So it's like an online dating site for farmers and like, not that I've been on it. You know what I mean? But if you have, that's pretty cool. But it kind of struck my interest to talk about urban farming because I don't know. I thought about farmersonly.com and then I was like, well, man, being a farmer looks really cool, but I feel like it's really hard work, which it is, but I love animals and I love growing things. So maybe I should be a farmer. And I was like, but how? I don't have land. I don't even own a home. I was like, how can I be a little farmer? Plus I want like the whole nine yards. I want like the cows, the chickens. I want to grow my own food. Like I want the whole nine yards. Okay, guys. But right now I got to work with what I have. So that's when I came across urban farming, or I should, I should say more backyard farming. Let's just talk about backyard farming because I believe urban farming has more to do with growing crops and selling it. And then backyard farming is more like you grow your stuff for yourself and your family to eat. And maybe if you want to sell, you can do that, but that's more your choice. So backyard farming, let's get into that guys. Okay, so when I hear the word farmer, what comes to mind is is basically like someone hanging out with animals and having a great time and like picking their crops. And as you can tell, I'm from the city. I did not grow up on a farm at all. I kind of wish I did. I hear it's really hard work though, but hey, I like, I like a good challenge. <clears throat> and just currently, I feel like our farming situation is getting a little crazy. And I think this has been going on for a while now. It's nothing new, but just like kind of like GMO farming and organic farming and how like GMO seeds can blow on to organic farms and like cause problems. And there's this whole lawsuit about like non-GMO seeds floating onto Manzato's crops and they sued them and said that blah, blah, blah. Anyway, you can look that up on your own. First of all, I don't have all the information. Second of all, that can be a little political probably. But politics aside, I think that we should all take an interest in the possibility of growing our own food because I'm sure we are all aware that our food has increased in price and decreased in quality. We are confused and somewhat dazed customers, kind of walking around like zombies doing our best to eat somewhat healthy, which I mean, I'm not going to say it's tough because I feel like that's kind of making an excuse, but 
it's a lot easier to just give in and eat Oreos and fast food and pizza and all these convenient things, but we forget that eating real food might take a little more effort, such as like cooking your meat or your veggies or your rice or whatever it is you like to eat. It's going to take more effort, but in the long run, like, isn't your health worth it? You know, it's kind of like an investment. And if we gave ourselves some power back over our food, we too could start eating healthier and for cheaper costs in the long run. So it's kind of like just taking power back instead of worrying about or even like just depending on someone else. Like, like what if something crazy happened and like wherever you live, there's a giant earthquake or some crazy disaster where no one could come in and deliver food. No one. So all you have is what's in your grocery stores. What are you going to do when all that runs out? Like, where are you going to get fresh produce? Where are you going to get meat? Where are you going to get all this stuff? You're basically useless because it's not like you can go into the woods behind your house unless you live by there and go hunt something and like gather your own food. But most people live in suburbs or cities or inner cities. And I don't know. We, we just have to be prepared, you know, in, in my, in my viewpoint, it's like, if anything happens, I want to make sure I'm okay, you know, just because you never know. So back, backyard farming, that is some, I live in an apartment, like I said before, <clears throat> but there's like little things I can do. I have a patio. So what I want to do is like once, once summer's a little bit over because we have crazy monsoons, that'll blow everything you have away. I want to make a little garden and, and I can't have chickens or anything. So I'm kind of sad about that, but that's okay. So like I said, while we regular folks might not have land or money, we can still have our own little farm. And that's where backyard farming comes in. So backyard farming is basically what it sounds like. Growing fruits and vegetables right in your own backyard, as well as possibly having some animals if you're zoned for that and if <clears throat> you would like to take care of them. We spend millions of dollars a year growing grass and pouring chemicals on it to keep it alive. So why not put that energy into food that you can actually eat? This would also greatly increase available local food if more people got on board with backyard farming and reduced food costs. So I know some, I've heard of like community gardens and stuff like that, or even if neighbors decide to each grow their own stuff. And then obviously you might have too much that you can consume before it'll go bad. So you kind of like swap with your neighbors or trade or whatnot. And then it kind of brings community together, which... I feel isn't really alive anymore. It's kind of like you you focus on your family and like your friends and like that's great, but it's just there's no community. Like back when we lived in clans and and before this modern civilization, like all you had was community. You know, we all worked together for the same purpose and now it's kind of like everyone has their own struggles that they got to deal with themselves, you know. And that's why that's why community is so important. Like whatever happened to going over to your neighbor to ask him for like an egg because you're one short, you know, like to do that now it's like awkward. Even talking on the phone is awkward now. So I think we need to get over that and like start having real human connection again. We're not robots, we're humans. <clears throat> so moving forward, sorry, I keep like clearing my throat. It's like really dry for some reason. So a plus to backyard farming and all the benefits you will get are vitamin D. And in one of my podcasts I did, I believe it was Eat Your Sunscreen, um, I talked about the benefits of vitamin D. So if that interests you at all, go check out that podcast. And you can play in the dirt. 
like who like maybe you don't like that but like I remember being a kid and like being in the backyard and we get to dig a hole or or we'd plant little tomatoes or something and you just get to get your hands dirty and there is nothing that feels so good at least to me to just be like with the earth like that maybe I'm like a little hippie I don't know but you can enjoy immune boosting properties of the dirt by being in it like you're in it there's good bacteria you're probably inhaling some of that and it just strengthens that immune system like we live in a world where we're like constantly squirting hand sanitizer and and washing our hands and it's like if we even touch a handle it's disgusting and it's like come on guys like as humans we're kind of gross like we have germs obviously there's like sick germs when someone has a flu or a cold and then there's just everyday stuff that we have and if we can strengthen our immune system and not be afraid of that like we're good like stop freaking out all right and grounding I also did a podcast on that so you can like not wear shoes and just like stick your foot (laughs) stick your foot in the ground that sounds fun no but just like soak up just being outside and like being on your knees and getting your hands dirty and like just rub mud on your face I'm just kidding hey you could do a mud mask okay you know kill two birds with one stone and stress relief like just being outside has so many great benefits and it helps relieve anxiety and depression and and plus you're like doing a job you're doing something and it's something you're working on and it's cool because you get to see this process of planting a seed or even planting like a small little shrub or tomato or whatever the heck you're planting in the dirt and watching that thing grow and multiply and it's crazy because it's like at least for me I feel like I lose touch of our food comes from the earth because I'll go to the grocery store and there's my food I I really don't think like oh this grew from the earth and someone had to tend to it and blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like this disassociation detachment where it's like when you actually start growing your own stuff, you like, you fall in love with it. You're just like, man, I really cherish this tomato because I watched it grow. It's like, I don't have kids. I don't want to compare it to that, but it's kind of like, you know, when you have a kid and you, you create this thing and you, you watch it grow up, it's like, oh my gosh, it's kind of like your heart's glowing. That's how I felt when I had my own garden. When I was in California, I did a raised bed garden and I planted tomatoes, strawberries, um, carrots, all kinds of stuff. And that, even though it was kind of a small crop that first year, it was so cool. Like I only got two strawberries and they were tiny, but holy cow, those are the most delicious strawberries I've had. Like nothing compared to that. Not even store-bought strawberries. I was like, this is what real food tastes like. It's not sprayed with chemicals. It's not sitting in a store looking all shiny and too perfect. It looked a little deformed and it was tiny and it was delicious and I loved it and I want to do it again. (laughs) So you feel so good about what you grow and you eat more fruits and vegetables because it's not like you can grow a Big Mac, you know, so you got to grow fruits and veggies and usually when you work hard for something, you want to enjoy the benefits. Plus you get to get creative. You're like, ooh, okay, so I grew this, this, and this, and this is the dishes I can make with this. So it kind of helps us realize that like, you know, crops are seasonal and to appreciate what we have in that moment instead of always expecting everything to be there at our beck and call. And that that's one way that I'm trying to change my thinking. So that's another blessing that gardening has taught me. And exercise. Okay, if you have not gardened, like, it's work. It is work. Like when I was putting the garden together, like I was sweating. I was like putting the dirt in and 
and making sure the plants were all good and then I had to tend to it by like getting these little grubs out because they like to grow in there and like making sure that my plants were healthy and you have to water them and you have to know when to water them and it's kind of it's a lot of work and like by the end I was like man I need a snack because I'm hungry all right and if you guys want to try backyard farming Here's how to start. Just grow something. Even if it's super small, once you start seeing progress, it will be so exciting and motivating. So me and my roommates, we actually built our raised bed. So it took a lot more work than it typically would if you were to just go buy one. Or you can just use the the earth that you have in the ground and just like go to Home Depot, get some like they have tomatoes that are already grown and a couple other things like peppers or mint leaves or whatnot. And you can just basically dig a hole, plop that in, get the correct soil. And there you go. You have something. Or if you want to start from a seed, that's cool, too. They like Pinterest. I always talk about Pinterest. You can go on there and basically be like, do it yourself garden. And then a ton of stuff will pop up like we have everything at our fingertips to do whatever we want. You can add some animals. Even if you don't have a lot of space, chickens are a great animal to have as well as some honeybees. So if you want your own eggs and don't want to keep going to the store, like get some chickens. They're really cool. I want a chicken. Actually, I want like five chickens and a cow and a horse and a goat. But you know, that's not the case right now. So if you're able to, heck yeah, go get some animals. Like get your own milk, your own, <clears throat> your own cheese, your own eggs, your own honey. There you go. You're a self-sustainable person. Boom. You can pick and choose. You can get creative and have the freedom to grow the fruits and veggies that you want to consume. And like I said, like obviously some things are in season. So it's kind of cool to be like, okay, it's winter. Like I can grow squash and I can grow. I don't even know what else is winter fruits besides squash, but I'm sure you can look it up. And you can, you can, like I said before, you can make dishes with what's in season. And whether you try backyard farming for fun or to eat healthier on a budget It'll be a learning experience for sure. And if you have kids, I'm sure they'll love being a part of that too. Because I know kids love to get dirty and I know they like to be creative. Like when you're baking a cake, a kid is all about helping you with that. And like my nephew, he helped me with the gardening a little bit and he had a blast. And I feel like helping us be hands-on with our food allows us to appreciate what the earth gives us. With so much packaged food, like I said before, it's easy to forget that the earth gives us everything we need. And like that's I think that's why they call it Mother Earth, because it gives us everything. It's like, here's your food, here's your water, here's your your love, here's your comfort, here's your home. And we lose sight of that. And I think it's kind of cool when you take a moment and like think down to the simplicity of everything that you're provided in life, which is pretty cool. And before I let you guys go, I just want to leave you with a fun fact. And here it is. Did you know that you can't breathe and swallow at the same time? I'm pretty sure you guys just tried to do that because when I read that, I did it. And I was like, that's not true. And then I was like, then I choked on my spit and I was like, okay, I need to stop. So yeah, fun fact of the day. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. And I hope you guys try backyard farming, whether you live in an apartment or you have your own house or you rent a house. There's so many options. And even if it's just one plant, I'm sure you guys will have such a blast. And if you guys do try it, please leave a comment telling me like what you planted, how it, what your experience was like, like if you're excited about it, I would love to hear back from you guys. Like when I talk about this stuff, I want you guys to try it and let me know how it goes just because, you know, I want to share your guys' story with other people. It's so exciting. 
All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.